Hello and welcome to Don't Tell Me What to Do, the astrology podcast. I'm Lisa Kiss, your host, and I'm also an astrologer, teacher, and conscious business guide. This podcast is named after one of my favorite sayings and expressions to live your life. We're all here to experience life in our own unique ways. So keep listening to explore different views of living life through astrology, business, and personal development as we go through the Zodiac seasons together and with our guests. So hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I am here with a very exciting guest. I feel like we've been planning this for like a while or like I said, let's get Jessica on the podcast. So today I'm here with Jessica Voss. She, okay, I don't even know where to start with this. So I worked with Jessica's mom at like my first ever job. And then when I started my first business in 2018, I was like, I need a client because I was part of a program there, like get a client. And I knew her daughter, which is Jess, was like starting a massage therapy business. So I was like, hey, do you need help with social media? Jess said, yes, she's my first ever client. And now we're here. <laughs> but we, Jess <laughs> was my first client. We worked together for like a year, almost two years, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And then she became my massage therapist. And then yeah, I don't know. We're, we're just here. She's a Libra. So this is going up during Libra season. And Jess is an all around just like cool human. And so I'm going to pass it off to her to officially like officially give an introduction of who she is. Oh, they're so sweet. Um, hi, my name's Jess. Uh, I am a double Libra. I like to call myself a double Libra. We can go into that later. Yeah, Lisa and I have known each other for it seems like years though, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like years and years. Um, so I'm, I'm super honored to be here. I think being able to share my knowledge of the last uh, couple years and what I've learned is, is, is so flattering that you asked me to be here. So yeah, very, very thankful. Um, so, so I don't even know where to start. I wear many hats. Uh, my favorite hat is wife. Um, my, my first love, is massage therapy obviously as you know um so yeah um that's that's basically a broad very broad (laughs) umbrella Mm -hmm. of what I do Mm -hmm. so okay do you want to get so I like to read the chart first just a little bit so do you want to get into the double Libra and talk about that first (laughs) I would love to talk about um double Libra so before my first reading with you, that's something that we've done too. Yes. Um, I had no idea that we had like three main signs. Mm-hmm. So I've always known I was a Libra. I always resonated with being a Libra, but like extra, I always resonated extra with being a Libra. So when we did my chart and you were like, oh, it's so cool because your moon sign and your rising sign is the exact same thing. And I've always tried to be so authentic in everything that I do. I've tried to be honest. Um, so, so yeah, so my moon, my personality, you could say, and my soul, my insides are kind of just the same. So I'm always looking for balance. I'm, I'm, I'm always just, you go on, you read a little blurb about Libra and you're like, oh yeah, that's Jess. So, so yeah, so I, I love being a Libra. Um, and that, that's basically 
why I call myself a double Libra. <laughs> yeah. I mean, looking at, I haven't looked at your chart in a bit, but looking at it, I would even call you like a triple Libra because you have your oh, rising, really? your sun and Jupiter. So like Jupiter's mm. planet of like expansion and it's in Libra. So you even ex- like it even, it's like your soul, it's your personality. And then it's even what brings you joy and expansion through the energy of when you're tapped into that, like Libra, the Libra traits and qualities. Yes. I love that. I love it. It's so, and it's so true. Like even in, in, in things that um, bring me joy, like I have to be surrounded by beauty. Like if, if something um, like I enjoy um, the mood of a room, if that makes sense, like everything has to be sensual everything has to be pretty and everything has to be it's again and as I explore my birth chart more I'm like oh yeah I am like that or oh yeah that that is me or oh yeah yeah I'm thinking of um when you opened like the wellness center or the wellness clinic even that had such a theme and like everything matched that theme it was like an aesthetic like and it yes. looked really cool yeah yes yes and within business and my business and the clinic that I ran, I think it's really important to have that aspect. Um, I, I opened a massage clinic, um, and it was called the cabin and it was a mood. You would walk in and, and the aesthetic should bring you peace. It should make you relax, right? Having a massage clinic. So, so it, again, it's, it's really important to me and my chart shows that, which I find really neat. So Mm-hmm. and then having your moon be in Aries um, <laughs> that's obviously like your emotional like your inner kind of world but do you think that that almost has something to do with like your entrepreneurial side like wanting that independence or like a freedom to kind of do what you want during a day in that sense well and I never wanted to have a boss like I would get in maybe I don't want to say fights with my bosses, but we would have a lot of disagreements because I would find, I was like, no, like there's a better way to do this, or there's a more efficient way to do this, or there's a more, um, there's just a, right. And I would, I would find, yeah, I'm independence in my career and in my job is really hard. And now me and my husband own a masonry company together. So we put the block and stone, um, and brick on our house to make it look pretty. Right. Um, and so I find a lot, we, we, but he's an Aries son, right? So him and I definitely butt heads a lot because we're both very stubborn. We're both very, um, it has to be this way in it. Right. So finding that balance within, um, our marriage and our, our work is definitely something that we're exploring. So. Yeah. But it's so cool how he's an Aries. Cause what I find is that do you know his moon sign or his rising? He is a Capricorn moon okay. and he is a Virgo rising. Very earthy. Okay. Okay. So this is cool. Sinistry. Like I don't do offer sinistry readings, but I like study <laughs> it for my own. Like, yeah. So, okay. That's so cool. So like the Capricorn moon state, sometimes like, you know, all the red lines in your chart and most people get yeah. freaked out by the red. I think that they're like challenges or like they, the signs, the energies have a similarity, but they're just showing like a different perspective of it. So I find that all of the cardinal signs, so Libra and Aries, which you have that, and then the Capricorn, mm-hmm. 
they will get along, but there is a little bit of like tension sometimes, but even the Capricorn mm. energy he has, it like kind of get like, it goes well with Libra and Aries. It's just a different perspective oh, cool. of how to take charge in a way. And then if he's a Virgo rising, your Venus, like the planet of love is like in his first house. So that's really cool. Oh, that is really cool. And he's a strategist. Like <laughs> he is one step ahead of the game all the time. So I guess that would be like Capricorn, right? Like all. Even, even the Virgo, like being really even the Vir- tuned to the details, like, like even mm-hmm. kind of like picky about it. <laughs> Oh, Lisa, you don't even know. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. What else? And I mean, something else that's cool about your chart is you have the like stellium of the Scorpio. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean? Like, what do you find that means? Well, and like, I would kind of mix it with your Libra, like, okay, so you're a Libra, but you have a lot of the energy in Scorpio. It's almost like Mm -hmm. a detective, like a detective investigator Libra, like a Libra with a detective flair, like transformation and growth is extremely important to you. Sometimes the Scorpio energy can be described, like, I guess shown, I mean, there's a Scorpio, there's a scorpion where it can like, don't piss them off or they're like sting you, they'll come at you. But sometimes Mm -hmm. snakes can also be like connected to it and think of how they like shed the skin. Like it's like a new person and you shed that layer that can also like come through, but it's almost like you get frustrated if nothing's changing or evolving. Like you refuse to stay like stuck. Well, and I always try to be like in business and and in myself, I always try to be 1% better than I was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I'm always, and I'm always looking, I mean, it's almost, it's almost a bad thing sometimes because I'm like, how am I not 1% better than I was yesterday? But, but yeah. And I mean, that detective and that um, investigator, I do that when I massage, like I'm constantly trying to figure out what's going on in your body and how it's happening and, and all of that fun stuff and and I I get a high off of it when I kind of figure it out too right so for sure for sure Mm -hmm. yeah do you want to talk about I guess how you became a massage therapist and your like journey of of that yeah um so well I started out I wanted to be a criminal psychologist so I started out in university um and I again that um detective that 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 part and and I really like analyzing people's personalities like I really like understanding why people tick and how they how they function and why they do what they do I never want to have a conversation about the weather I always want to talk about like more in-depth stuff and so so anyways I was doing that but I was definitely a little too young I think to be away at university I was 17 I was like young young and dumb we'll just say that um And so I actually ended up dropping out and I remember moving home and I remember my dad being like, you need to figure it out. You need to, you know, you need to get it together and figure it out. So I worked retail for a little bit. And then um, my girlfriend said, you should be a massage therapist. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, maybe. And then I started researching it. I started like falling in love with it. And 
uh, my grandpa who's passed away now, he had always said, you know, you're going to help people. That's, that's your job. Like you're going to help people. Um, and you're going to do it. And you're going to do it well. Right. And so that was always in the back of my mind. And, and so, you know, you start doing research on massage therapy and I thought, you know, make my own schedule, be my own boss, do my own thing. Um, what the heck? Let's try it. Why not? So I signed myself up. I went to school and I never looked back. Like I never looked back. It was, it was, it was kind of a fluke. Like I wouldn't say it was my calling. I wouldn't say, you know, I knew from a young age that I was going to be a massage therapist. I just knew like I was meant to help people. I was meant to do something that way. Um, and go figure that's kind of where my mid heaven point is. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Even as you're like talking about it and I kind of like know some of the story, but, um, (laughs) the mid heaven, your mid heavens in cancer. And so that means your mid heavens ruled by your moon. And then you're, this is where like astrology has so many like layers and I try not to Mm. make it confusing when I talk about it. Um, and then your moon's in Aries in the seventh. So it's almost like the cancer midheaven is like here to be the nurturer or the healer in some way. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I have had massages by Jess. She's fantastic. She's a, she, <laughs> Jess is really like, she's short, but like, she's incredibly strong. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you get into your back and then the next day you're like, oh my gosh, what happened? But you feel so much better. But um, there's like, I guess, like a healing component to massage, of course, like healing the body. Yeah. And then having your moon and Aries, like leading through being like an independent entrepreneurial healer, but even having the seventh house energy of like your business, I guess, was like, it's centered around the one-to-one connections you form with each of your clients, right? Like you don't work with two people at once. It's like you and the mm-hmm. person that's on the table and like, mm-hmm that's what the seventh house is all about is like those one-to-one connections you have with people. And I feel like your business really like was is built around that. And I mean, you are a Libra, so like you love people. So I do. I really do. I really, really, I, and I love connection, right? Like I think, I think we're all connected in some weird certain way. Right. So when you get to connect with people and talk about more than just the weather, I think it's so, Oh, I just, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and I mean, it, in business, I've, I've always, I've always been the kind of person that money came second. Um, and I think it's really important in business to talk about why you do what you do. And I really think it's important to understand that if you're in business just to make money, well, are you really successful? You know, I think there should be a reason above that. And, and my why is, is I'm supposed to help people. I'm supposed to bring people together. I'm supposed to connect people. I'm supposed to allow people to heal themselves. I start the healing process, right? I, I jump started. I say, okay, body, let's go. Like, like it's time, it's time to do some healing. And, and I mean, massage therapy is just the base of what I do now, right? I've been really exploring the emotions that we hold in our muscles and, and, um, the frequency at which we, you know, get mad or get sad or, or all of those things too. Right. So 
Um, and that's what I try to do on, on my table. I try to really connect with the body and understand the body. So it's, it's like, I'm connecting with that person, but I'm also connecting with their body. If that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. It's even like I learned in yoga, like I've, I held pigeon one day, um, like pigeon pose for like a few minutes. Cause it's, like I can, like my hips are probably over flexible, but then after I was like, so sad and teary eyed. Cause I've heard that you mm. store a lot of emotions in your hips. And so I was like, what the heck am I releasing? Like, I had no idea like what was built up in there, but something totally was, <laughs> I feel like it's, it's true. Like we have these emotions stored in our body. So mm-hmm. it's, it's true. And I, we could do a whole nother podcast probably on where we store our emotions and in mm-hmm. what body parts and, and our fashion and all that fun stuff, mm-hmm. because it's, it's really interesting. It's, it's quite interesting. So. Oh my God. Okay. This is just a random question that's coming through. Has anyone ever like, massaged anybody and they've like cried? Yes. 100%. And, <laughs> and, 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 and again, because it's, well, first off, you're on my table, you're naked, so you're super vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And then I'm hitting all these spots and they're, it's almost like triggering emotional responses. So a lot of the time, some people will get angry, like some people will get sad. Some people will get like super happy. It's not like just crying that happens, right? It's, um, it's like all of the emotions, right? Especially like we hold a lot of fear and anxiety in our low backs. Right. So I find a lot of the time when I'm in there, um, definitely like those types of things and people just start to talk about them and it'll be like, Oh, interesting. Like what, why are we talking about that? Like, you know, and then you're like, Oh, right. Cause I'm on their quadratus lumborum and that holds, you know, fear and anxiety, you know, like just like stuff like that. Right. So def- yeah, definitely wild. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Is there, okay. This is sort of like TMI for me to share with everyone, but like, I'm, I'm super <laughs> comfortable with like people touching my back. Mm-hmm. Like when you uh, stopped pra- uh, practicing for a bit, I went to somewhere close just so I could walk. And, um, I was like, I told a person, I'm like, you cannot break contact with my back or I will have like a moment and ah. I'm going to jump. And he tried, well- like, he tried his best and I afterward, like I never went back to see him, but I was like, that was not a massage with Jess and I haven't had <laughs> You make such connection. No, you make such connection with your RMTs, right? Again, they see you naked. You tell them their, your, your whole story. They become like an allied, like healthcare professional in your tool belt, right? So, I mean, it's in, like, I totally get it. And, and for your, well, if you think about it, we move forward in life. We don't walk backwards. We walk forward. So a lot of our shield, emotional shield is in our front body, right? So it leaves our back kind of exposed. You have less shield on your back, right? So when you get down on someone's table, you stick your head in the hole because, you know, and you can't see anything, you know, you see is the floor and their feet and their shoes, if they have, they're wearing shoes. Um, and you're, whole back body is exposed right so your whole energetic body is also exposed so it's it's a good thing because massage therapists or energy workers or whatever whoever can kind of get in there a little bit easier but at the same time you're so vulnerable Mm -hmm. 
right? Oh yeah. I feel like so exposed. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't, I'm like so weird with it's especially like my upper back too. So now I'm like, this is my like really nosy Gemini. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, fear, anxiety is the lower back. And I'm like, what's the upper back? Like your thoracic. Well, oh, okay. So, well, your back holds a lot of, um, like, especially like scapular area in between all in there. You hold a lot of, um, resentment for people that have done you wrong. Right. So, so if someone's backstabbed you, someone's let you down, someone's kind of done those types of things. that's usually where those kinds of things sit and they'll and I mean then it leads to more stuff right so yeah yeah I don't know if that resonates with you or not but it kind of what we see because I'm so Mm -hmm. not trusting of people it takes me so long Ah. and it's probably from like past experience that's so interesting okay yeah isn't that neat I know I love I love it I love it love it love it Oh my gosh. Okay. And okay. So if everyone's listening, so like I'm an air sign, Jess is an air sign. So hopefully everyone's <laughs> learning new things because there's normally <laughs> lots of like new facts or things like that, that come through with the air energy. Um, are you studying anything right now? Like anything new or a new course, or have you taken a break from that? Um, well, I took, I took a year off, mm-hmm. um, to get married and do all life things, um, from massaging. So I'm back and I'm kind of, I'm a very reactive person. I'm a very um, jump in all at once kind of person. So I'm trying to not do that right now. I'm trying to just dip my toe in the massage world again. So I'm not taking any courses, but I'm, I am listening to like a lot of podcasts lately, a lot of um, maybe more internal growth. Like learning things about myself that way. So, mm-hmm. okay, cool, cool. So I totally did not bring the questions in front of me, but because okay. I'm like I'm like Jess and I won't. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we've talked about the massage journey. I'm trying to see if there's is there anything in your chart that your eye kind of like goes to that you're like, what does this mean? Even like just for like my new thing is like astrology for business. I don't know if you've seen that, (laughs) but I have. Is there something where you're like, what does this mean in business? Hmm. Well, I find I resonate a lot with Venus like I really like the fact that Venus is the ruling planet of Libra um so what does that mean for business when it comes to starting a new business let's say that okay because that has been in my radar lately so okay so this is a fun question so Venus is one of the planets we look at or like things that you either love to do or even ways you can like feel like abundant or bring in abundance, which can translate to a few things, but it can translate into money. So that's why it's kind of looked at for like a business placement. So Venus is your like chart rule. Mm. It's your chart ruler because you are a Libra rising. So it's almost mm-hmm. like your Venus and Virgo in the 12th house is what kind of like rules you in a sense, like your soul will kind of go to that energy. 
Um, so Virgo is like the energy that's all about like healing, health and wellness. It can also be like um, detailed organizing systems efficiency. So mm. I think, I don't know if you said it in the podcast or before we were talking about like want, find, like you find the more efficient way to do things and that's why you want to work for yourself. You said, yeah, I don't know if that was recorded, but I, I'm um, not sure either. <laughs> but um, definitely like, and then having Venus in the 12th can add like a spiritual component. So like knowing that you serve, like you serve in the real world and you like impact in like a direct way. And there's something tangible because um, Virgo is earth, but you know that there's like something deeper connected to the work you do, like beyond that maybe you can't see. So, I mean, to look at that, I mean, as long, to connect to your Venus placement, I feel like as long as you're like, you feel in service to people and you still feel like you're in service, but connecting to something higher, but you maintain boundaries, like, so that you're not giving too much. Mm. That's almost where like, you meet that like sweet spot of abundance. Cause you have that abundance of like, okay, I help people. I served, I feel good about my work, but then you're like, I also am taking care of myself and I feel good as well at the end of the day. So does that kind of. Yeah, no. And, and that's, so when I owned my first clinic, when I owned the cabin, I was for the people, strictly for the people. And I would work crazy hours and I, and I do think I suffered from, from burnout. Um, and so taking, selling the cabin, which was a whole thing, um, and taking time off, um, has really brought me into that balance of this is what I need. This is what my clients need. So how do I find that balance in that, um, you know, each of us are getting out what we need. Yeah. Cause it's, it's difficult in business. It's hard, especially when you grew up giving, 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 right. And, and that's what, what you bring into your business is that giving, 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 giving. So, and, and, and then you start suffering body problems and aches and pains and chronic disease and, and, and that's not good, right? You don't want to, you don't want to get into that. So. Yeah, it's definitely like you have Venus in the 12th house, which can sometimes be the house of like hidden things or like illusions. I don't like, that's kind of almost like the more, because each side, I mean, it's very Libra when you talk about astrology, like each side has a good side and a bad side, like, you know, balances <laughs> it out. But like um, the more like shadow side is like, of the 12th is like hidden things or illusions can come through. So mm. yeah, if, if it's, I, I feel like if it's not in, or if you're not feeling like aligned with the Venus in Virgo, like, I don't know, things might pop up and you're like, what's going on. But if you're in alignment with it, it should feel pretty like, like tangible yet spiritual at the same time. Yeah. That again, that balance, right. It's like definitely a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. And I mean, even getting bigger, my husband and I own a masonry company. So that is very tangible. That's you do this work and you make X amount of money doing that. Right. Mm -hmm. But then 
when I shift over into my massage therapy business, it's definitely more of a feel. It's definitely um, that witchy woo, if you will. Um, you know, you put your hands on people and you help them heal, right? So that's that's higher than than us, right? That's that's way higher than us. So definitely, I have these two worlds that I'm trying to bring into balance for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, have you done your Reiki? Are you still considering doing the Reiki? Meaning? I think about it all the time. It's, I don't know how to describe it, but it's just something that's never resonated with me. Mm-hmm. And as much as I do, like I watch YouTube videos on it and I do all of that. For some reason, I feel like I'm supposed to do something else. And I put it out to the universe and I'm, I'm waiting kind of like for it to come back to me in whatever form that is. But I am questioning if Reiki is that for me. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I put my hands on your body. Like I physically touch you. I physically feel where you're hot, where you're cold, where you're shaking, where you're twitching, where you're right. So I find I have to have that Mm -hmm. and I have to work with that. Um, so, so yeah, so I'm definitely looking for more ways to understand what I'm feeling under my hands because I'm, you know, Mm -hmm. and it'll come. I'm, I'm not rushing into things anymore. I'm trying to just tell the universe that's what I want and let it come back. (laughs) So. Yes. That's good. Is that what you're talking about with the moon? Like you're not trying to go with every, like the impulse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm trying really hard. And I think I'm a pretty intuitive person when it comes to what's good for me and what's not good for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think for a very long time, I stopped listening to that intuition. So I'm, trying to get more in touch with it again I'm trying to kind of and listen to my intuition but not rush into my intuition mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah but yeah I I have like a little bit of Aries in my chart and I always say like I'm not a patient person I struggle with it so much <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. like sometimes I just feel like I want things to happen instantly but like mm-hmm. it's like you're you can't um you don't know the, what the universe is like planning to do or like God universe, whatever people say. And it's yes. like, um, you can't like rush it, but it's like, I have no patience most days. It's like, I have no time to, to like wait, but you kind of have to, and like, enjoy the, like the journey of it, I guess. But yeah. And I mean, we vibrate at a certain frequency, right. Mm-hmm. But our emotions have different frequencies and I mean our emotions are just chemicals in our brain so impatience is like a really low frequency Mm -hmm. so we can't really receive the things we want if we're trying to rush through life being impatient right I'm and I I'm I can say that because I'm super impatient too (laughs) right so I don't I don't want to be at those frequencies anymore I kind of want to be in the love and the light and the 
accepting and, and things happen to me and I'm okay with it, you know, and I just let things kind of go with the flow. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like a few weeks ago, something happened and I just looked at the email and I was like, okay. And I just, I just I closed <laughs> it, but I feel like past me would have had like a full on meltdown. And the fact that I didn't, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. I've changed a little bit or like, I feel calmer now at this stage in life, but it was an interesting moment. Yeah. And I think it's okay to have the meltdown, you know, like, yeah. I think it's okay. But how do you come back from that meltdown is the real question, right? Because sometimes, like, again, I'm an Aries moon. So um, I am very fiery with my emotions, I would say, like, ec extremely fiery with my emotions. And, and you can kind of, they seep out almost, right? Like, I'm a very, like, jittery person. So um, that's definitely, so I'm, I'm, again, trying to reel them in, make them more soft <laughs> yeah I'm just looking see right now like transit wise do you ever like mm. study transits or like google search what they mean or no um well I I would assume that a transit is almost like a horoscope correct not exactly oh, okay. a fan of like the, the horoscope will maybe hint of a transit you're experiencing but the horoscope will just base it off like your rising or sun sign, not like any of the other planets, but it's like where the planets in the sky are and how they're affecting like you. So you have transit and you're talking about your moon so much, which is so cool. But I feel like our moon I, is one of our most important things because it's our inner world, right? It's how we, what we kind of need at the end of the day to feel like good and kind of calm and satisfied. But um, you have Chiron, and this has been happening for a little bit because Chiron moves kind of slow. You have Chiron like conjunct your moon right now. So it's this little key dude out here. Mm -hmm. He's at 14 degrees, your moon's at 15, but it was at 15 earlier this year. And now it's like retrograding, but then when it moves forward, it's gonna like go forward and cross your moon again. So I don't know, Google, it's scary to Google things in astrology because <laughs> sometimes websites are like weird. <laughs> But, that's and that's very fair I, I say that in massage too please don't go home and google osteoarthritis please don't do that <laughs> it's the same thing <laughs> yeah some weird stuff might come up for chiron conjunct moon but like transit chiron conjunct natal moon if some weird stuff might come up um if it doesn't feel good don't listen to it but if something it says kind of sticks then like almost work with that just because you've mentioned your moon so much so uh, and and I find my whole life I've been a Libra like my whole yeah. life has been like very Libra-ish very airy very right so um in this you know married part of my life now that I'm 29 it's something that needs to be explored and worked on mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah hundred percent. Yeah. Cause right now Jupiter is in Aries as well. And like, it's almost, it's a, it's going to be interesting when Jupiter and Chiron conjunct like in the sky, but um, like the end of, we've had it like for a bit of this year, Jupiter and Aries, the planets go back and forth all the time, but the next year Jupiter will be back in Aries and it's in your seventh house. So there's like expansion through partnership right now for you as well, which mm. is like a beautiful transit, right? 
but mm-hmm. at the same time, there's like a healing component. It's like expansion and healing and partnership. So I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I mean, my husband and I have been talking about getting into different types of businesses right now, right? Um, so kind of growing our business, getting into new business, which kind of grows our relationship with like trying new things, right? So that's actually, that's a big topic of conversation in my life right now. Yeah. yeah. Wild. I'm just like, I do not know how like married people also are like business partners together. I, I <laughs> see it and I feel like it's more common now, or I don't know if I'm like seeing it more, but I feel like there could be a whole podcast episode on talking about being married and being in business with your partner, but (laughs) you, I've been fired like 14 times and I've quit 30 times and I get rehired and it's, it's nuts working. But I think if you were, I think the thing is, is if you were in business before you got together, it's a little bit easier because you both understand what it is to stand on your own in business and then come together. At least in my own experience, we both understood that, you know, early on, like, oh, if we couldn't go on, you know, a date as like a new couple, well, that was okay because we were putting our time and effort into our business, which was our future, right? So definitely, and I'll never forget um, when Kevin, my husband and I were getting together I went to a psychic and she was doing a reading and she was saying, Oh, your husband, he's very fiery. It's a very fiery Aries. And I was like, yes. She goes, you're a very fiery, you have fire in your chart. It's very fiery and everything. And, and she goes, you know, you'll either you and your Libra will either fuel his fire or you'll add fire and you'll bring him down. Right. And I have to remind myself of that every, almost every day. Am I fueling him appropriately or am I fueling him inappropriately? So that's, I think, really important too when you're in business together is to kind of know those things about yourself and what a great way to, like, what a great tool, like having your birth chart and being able to like understand that, right? So Mm -hmm. yeah, it does Kevin, like, is he into looking at his chart to see how it will help him or no, not so much? Um... When we first got together, heck no. Like there was no way in hell he would ever think about the woo-woo of the world, if you will. But I think um, seeing me and my experiences and my intuition and, 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 you know, the, I talk about the universe a lot. So I think he's coming around. Our house is haunted, right? And before me, he is never it? saw it. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, I've, I've been in your you way. Where is it haunted in the house? Because I've been in the front room. It scares me, these kinds of things, but I know it exists. It's, it's definitely, well, it's throughout the house. So my house was um, first created as a boy and girl home for orphans. And so, yeah, so it's, it, 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 the activity only really happens when new energy comes into the house or big energy shifts happen within Kevin and I's life. So when I first moved in, Kevin hadn't really seen a lot of it. And then things would start to happen. We have a piano that plays, um, you know, the dog's toys will roll across the floor, like just stuff, wild stuff like that. Right. So, and I have me, goosebumps. I have goosebumps. <laughs> it's real. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh yeah. And like, they'll, 
not, it's kind of been a recent thing as I've been kind of exploring my intuition and doing kind of things like that. Things all pop into my vision and it'll freak me out, stuff like that, that I'm still kind of understanding, right? There's a man that lives in my house and I've talked to psychics about it and oh yeah, oh yeah, wild. The, wild. the goosebumps are just like not leaving. <laughs> Because you've laid naked on my table in my home, right? And you're like, are ghosts looking at me naked? Great. So <laughs> are they like, they're, they're like nice spirits though. Like they're not like. Um, my home is a house of healing. I've always said that the day I moved in, my house is a house of healing. I mean, so I think they help me in my practice. I think they, um, they're good juju. It's it. They're definitely good juju. Yeah, I don't think there's anything demonic living in my home or anything. It's definitely a safe haven for me and a sanctuary. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I had no idea. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I I usually don't lead my massages with that. <laughs> Even my, oh, if, yeah. if you had told my mom has gone on like ghost walks. So if you told her that when we were there, she would have been like so into it, like asking so right? many questions. And I would have been like so scared. Oh yeah, like I and that's why I, I refrain from telling people. <laughs> For sure. I knew it was like an older house out there, but wow, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. That's one of the first things I looked at for my place. I was like, what year was this place built? Just to make sure that I was like, okay. I'm like, cause I don't think that my building's haunted, but some of the houses in the neighborhood that I'm in, like a hundred, they've, they've been around mm-hmm. since 1800s. They're for sure haunted. And I, I could never live in an apartment in one of those houses. Oh really? Oh, I, to- I totally could. Like, I'm like, bring it on. Like, I'm like, I love the old, like anything old. I'm like antiques old. Like I'd love to buy a home and an old home and redo it all. Oh, oh yeah. Like, like I love how old homes look. And I, I'm, I'm like weird when I say I want to like touch the brick and feel the history or like take a picture beside it, but not live in it. Like I don't want to sleep and know something's like watching me. <laughs> That's well, it's got to, but what? it's got to feel good. It's got to feel yeah. good. Like if it's, if it's old, it can't feel bad I feel like you know you walk into a room and you're like oh I don't want to be in this room I don't want to be in here right so mm-hmm. yeah oh my gosh <laughs> okay so I have no idea how we ended up there but like I love that we ended up talking about that um, I mean we're both air we're both air symbols so we kind of just float to different topics don't we <laughs> yes but like okay I love I look at sinistry charts now with like me and like everybody it's like so cool to like look at and like I guess I hadn't done that with yours so we're both like you see how it says eight and eight here yes yeah so I'm also an eight degree sun so we have like an exact trine so like that's just really cool I have the number eight too and then your Jupiter is at 21 my Jupiter is over here in Aquarius at 21 too. So we have two of the same numbers. That's like the first thing you look at in Synastry, but. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. Interesting. Yeah. And then we didn't talk about this, but you can like for like business placements, you can look at um, your North node too. So you have North node in your third house. I have North node in the third house too. That's why I do the podcast. Cause it's like, I'm drawn towards like the third house is all communication and connecting with people. Yeah. 
So podcasting is like one of my ways I do that, but you have that signature too. Like how can you communicate and share your wisdom with people? And I love, I think, so when we were talking about my mid heaven point, we were talking about um, mother healer, um, all of those things. I think teacher also fits in there. And I, when it comes to the body and talking about the body, I could talk about it all day. And so I, I definitely, I don't want to bore my clients, but I find they're on the table and I'm like, blah, 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 right. Um, so I have to be careful for sure. Cause I just, I love to educate. I love to talk about it. Right. Like I never thought, like I could ask like so many questions and try to like get all the information. Like I'll, I definitely think you'd be like a fun teacher though. Like you're, you're Aww, engaged, thank like, you. Cause you have like, uh, we call it like, you're funny. Like you have a humor to you, <laughs> and that can be like, I'm, I'm quirky. <laughs> <laughs> you should if if you know if your clients are air signs they shouldn't have a problem with like you talking about it they'll probably be fascinated if they're not if they're or if they're Sagittarius now if they're not an air sign or Sagittarius I honestly don't know if they would be interested or not but it's so funny because I have no idea what any of my clients are but it but it would be intriguing to like kind of actually sit and like figure out where they fall right like and and if that's all true like because I do I have people that talk right back and all and right so mm -hmm. yeah I'm doing this new like personal training program and she's also an astrologer and so before she did my program she went through my chart to look for certain things and I feel like the natal chart can be used in like so many different professions to like look for things like have you investigated medical astrology no but I probably should because that sounds really cool yeah so there's like probably there's a it's called astrology for health on instagram I can send you the the account but I did her like little mini course it's like fascinating you can I looked at it for myself because like I was having some like digestive issues but there's certain points you can look at in the chart and it can show you your own personal like what you might struggle with um and with your health interesting and and I mean that's again I, I like tools I like we all need tools to kind of understand our health and our purpose and our life and this and that right so what a cool tool to be able to use to apply to mm-hmm your life mm-hmm. put it in your tool belt right yeah yeah mm-hmm. cool yeah she's like a natural path and an astrologer and I just think that's really cool combination as well so it also uh, kind of yeah. like I feel like backs a little bit as well not so it's not just like medical astrology but it's what they used to like use way back in the day when like astrology was a bigger thing I guess but yeah yep and people had ailments and stuff mm-hmm. interesting Hmm. okay this is such a weird question like the question that just coming through okay because you look at your six you look at your sixth house for medical stuff so the your sixth house is pisces this is going to sound like such a weird question (laughs) gonna ask (laughs) do you have any issues with your feet oh my your ankles or your lymphatic system (laughs) okay ready okay so i broke my I broke just above my ankle in 2017. I don't know if you remember. Um, and ever since then, my left foot, I've had trouble 
Like I can't feel my second toe. I have metal from my ankle to my knee and my left leg. Um, and so I find my feet will cramp up. My feet will um, definitely strain if I'm not in constant care of them. So if I'm, I, I really like yoga. I go to yoga, I do yoga. Um, and then I massage them myself. So yeah, so that's, that is an issue that I have. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't want to be like, how are your feet? Like, I don't want to talk about feet. <laughs> but that's what, if you, like, if you studied, like what is sixth house, like sixth house and Pisces mean in medical astrology, it would talk about feet. So yeah. A lo- and a lot, like a lot of feet, like just feet. It's feet, lymphatic system, and like toe, like that's just for like what Pisces rules. Like if you think of um, Aries is the first sign. So it's like your head and your jaw. So I don't know if you ever get like headaches or stress tension here. Oh, interesting. And okay. Pisces is the last sign. So it basically like, like if we start here, Aries and go around the circle, it just goes down the body. Like, I think it's a system that kind of makes so much sense because it's with the seasons and then down the body. It's just so cyclical. Yeah. I just love it. <laughs> so yeah like season your seasons and yeah that's really cool I should look into that mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so I My could feet. I could tell you like so many more random facts about things <laughs> 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 I love it okay so do you want to tell I mean right now you're only doing I think like the two massages a week yeah, I do. I'm doing four. So I, I do okay. two in, oh my gosh, I used to do 10 a day, six days a week. So that it's a big change. I know from what I was doing again, it, it's, it's, I think to understand balance, you need to know what both ends are. So the one extreme is to, again, do 10 massages a day. And then on Sundays, take a day for bookkeeping Um, whereas kind of the other extreme is to do, you know, four a day and kind of take care of yourself and and your, your house and your life and your, anyways, whatever. Um, and to understand both extremes and then kind of come back in to find balance of the two and it's happening. It's, it's starting. Um, and I would say in the next year, I might do some cool stuff outside of my home we'll see how that goes you know I might open up another clinic I might um get into some real estate I might right so so I'm definitely trying to not rush in but um yeah four is it's hard and and I had to I had to set boundaries for myself too I think Mm -hmm you know, back in, back in the eighties, back in the nineties, you wouldn't go to someone's home for a massage or chiropractic care or to see a naturopath. And I find more and more, especially with COVID, the workforce is kind of shifting into their homes a lot more. So having a business run out of your home, I had to, you know, you cell phone through your cell phone. Mm-hmm. through text messages through phone and I was answering phone calls at you know three o'clock in the morning 
I was, you know, texting people back before I went to bed and it would cause me anxiety, right? It would cause me just stress. And so I had to find a way to reopen my business with better boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you could only contact me through email. That was one, a huge boundary I set. And I, because I find the world is so easily accessible now, right? Mm-hmm. Through cell phones and this and that. And, and so cutting myself off from that was probably one of the most important things I did. And I, and I feel bad, right? I feel bad because now you can't be like, I need to get in and I need to get in right now. And, and you need to see me and, and, but I'm trying to teach my clients that you are in control of your healthcare. I can't, I can't fix you like that. Right. So that was a big thing for me coming back into massage um, and setting those boundaries because, mm-hmm. because it used to be, you would, you would go to work, you'd go to work, you would pick up the phone, you would check your, all your voicemails, you would return all your phone calls and that would be it for the day. Mm-hmm. Answer the phone till five o'clock and then you would go home. And you wouldn't have to think about it anymore. Right. But I mean, we take our cell phone everywhere with us now. And I mean, that's only one of the problems they cause, right? They're mm-hmm. so technology is so good, but as long as we use it in the right way. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I literally like, you shouldn't feel bad about the no texting. I read your caption and I was like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> I felt like uh, so bad that you, like you said, it was so hard for you. Like I've had clients text me and I send them an email. Hi, that's my, like, it's my personal cell phone. So I appreciate if all business communication can please be done through email and people will respect, like they, they respect that, but, um, it's an awkward message to send to somebody, but it's almost like it, needed because I don't want like a work client right underneath my like cousin who I, it's just, it feels weird, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's just it too. And I think we have to teach people how to treat us yeah. in life, but also in business. Right. Um, and that's a hard thing to do because if, people don't want to treat you the way that you want to be treated. You have to set that boundary and let them do what they're going to do. And to not take that personally is so hard sometimes. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Even like before this, I like, I sent you an email and I have a number in my phone. I have no idea if it's like your current number or anything, but I was like, don't text her. I'm like, send her the email. I'm like, we're going to be professional through the new email. <laughs> <laughs> and I respect you even more now, right? For respecting my boundaries. You know, I think I'm super thankful. And and again, it's so hard for me, you know, um, because I want it. I, everybody is my friend, right? I, I meet clients and I make connections and then boop, you're my friend. And when I got out of massage therapy, the first time when I shut down my business, it was like, I, I had to break up with my clients. It was absolutely awful it was it was like I'm so sorry that I'm doing this to you and it's not you it's me and that was so hard Mm -hmm. and then and then I would find myself wondering like oh I wonder what so-and-so's doing and I wonder how her grandmother's doing and it was so similar to a breakup like so similar it was it was wild and so I was grieving all these relationships Mm -hmm. I was like grieving almost what I thought was never going to be. It was so weird. Yeah. It was wild. Oh my gosh. It's so Libra though. Like everything you just I, said. I know. <laughs> I, I told you I resonate yeah. so hard with being a Libra. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. I was going to say like, normally I tell people like share your socials or your website, but like, I don't know which one you want to share. Cause I feel like you have like a strong client base. I don't know. Like, would you be accepting new patients or you kind of just want to, or no? Um, I, I have no problem accepting new, okay. new clients. I, like I say, I like meeting new people. Um, and my email is justvossrmt at gmail.com. That's really the best way to get a hold of me. Um, my functional movement page is still active on Instagram. I share a lot of cool videos. Um, and I'm trying to get more into those kinds of things again. So, so yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like a little, cause this even set boundaries with social media is so hard. Even doing like a weekly video series with Jess and you teach us something new. I would totally watch <laughs> there. Oh, I love, I'll go back and I'll watch my videos and I'll be like, oh, can you do this again? Cause they're so, they're so informative. I just, again, that education part that of yeah. getting education out there. Right. So yeah, I'll link everything so that, um, I'll just stop sharing this. I'll share everything so that everyone can go follow you because everyone needs to go follow Jess because <laughs> Jess is awesome. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so are you. I'm so excited though to see what like the next thing you do is though. Like you kind of hinted at, I don't know. I'm just excited to see what it is. And then like, who knows how many things you'll do in this lifetime with your entrepreneurial spirit. I, it'll just be Aww. fun to see, so well, maybe you'll be a part of it. Maybe you'll be a part of the next chapter. Who knows? Right. So that would be so fun. It's so fun. You're my like first client and you set the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, you know what it, you give respect and you get it back. So it's, it's definitely your clients are definitely a reflection of you. Right. So. Mm -hmm. I normally end these with like advice from the signs do you want to share advice from a Libra you've been dropping so much good advice the whole episode but like what you, I guess what advice to kind of like end it on would you like advice in business or advice in life I don't okay I don't know if I should ask you to decide but like um I guess we'll do business because like I'm yeah let's do business yeah yeah um I think that the biggest thing is to is your why in business. I think, I think I touched on it a little bit before. Um, but the biggest thing I've learned is that if you want to make an impact in, in this world, know your why and write it down and, and put it on your wall and never, ever forget why you do what you do and don't ever step away from it or demoralize yourself or break your values because then your why is right. And just, and just stick to it and stick to your values in business and it will take you wherever you want to go. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd love to hear from you on Instagram or by leaving a rating or review. It would also mean the world to me if you subscribe to this podcast, if you enjoyed today's episode. 
if you'd like to support the podcast and continue to discover the don't tell me what to do vibration there are three different ways you can keep listening to these podcast episodes that i put out weekly you can also purchase the subscription version of the podcast which is new for exclusive episodes or you can purchase my book which has the exact same name as this podcast so with so much love and gratitude see you very very soon in the next episode Mm -hmm.